This time on Culture File, our latest episode from this month's Huddersfield Contemporary Music Festival, a global gathering of living composers and their interpreters, which this year features a full roster of Irish artists who we've been hearing from this week. This time we're with the composer, saxophonist, improviser and record label runner Nick Roth to talk about his Huddersfield premieres, the meaning of the word ekphrastic and a kind of knowing that only music offers. Hello, my name is Nick Roth. I'm a saxophonist and composer and we are here at the Huddersfield Contemporary Music Festival. This is my first time. In fact, it's my first time in Huddersfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but obviously I've, I've heard about the festival a lot over the years and known many of the, the great works that have been made for this festival. So it's an honour to be here. It's a particularly kind of Irish festival this time or there's a particular Irish focus? There is definitely a green tinge, <laughs> yeah. Um, the the Cultural Island three-year partnership, I think, will bear great fruits uh, to come. The New Music Dublin Festival as well is, has really been a kind of a nexus. Uh, and the piece that I had performed today was by Red Note Ensemble, which is um, run by John Harris, who is the director uh, of the New Music Dublin Festival. So that kind of connection between Scotland uh, and Ireland and between Ireland and the UK generally, I think is is also a part of why this friendship is growing together. Do you feel that you're moving away from a certain musical world into another one? I mean, do I still play gigs where there's no one there? <laughs> I still play gigs where there's no one there. Um, no, absolutely. I mean, for me, music is music. Whether you're playing with an orchestra in a concert hall or whether there's two people in a converted barbershop in Smithfield or Stony Badder rather, um, it's the same thing. You know, it's, it's all part of a continuum. Uh, and music has this kind of multifaceted, multidimensional way of being all things to all people. Two works today have just had their UK premise. Um, just now, a few minutes ago, we heard A Love DeLong, which is a solo flute piece for Lena Andonovska, which is a kind of ekphrastic translation of the last 608 words of James Joyce's Finnegan's Wake. What does ekphrastic mean? That is a good one. I actually got that from Ben Dwyer. So thanks, Ben, if you're listening to this. Ekphrastic is where something translates between disciplines so from literature into music is an ekphrastic translation and that piece literally takes each of the 608 words and sets it for instance when you hear saltarello in in the text you go um and then she actually speaks some of the text as well and and but each word each syllable is is in the music tell us about your performer uh, Lena Andonovska is a force majeure in contemporary Irish music. Um, originally born in Macedonia um, and then was a refugee uh, in the Bosnian War, went to Australia where she grew up and moved to Ireland uh, seven years ago, so 2015, originally to do a residency with the Crash Ensemble uh, and then performed some of Donica Dennehy's new operas um, and then ended up really becoming very integrated into the scene. Pieces originally for recorder trio, and I did a kind of transcription of it, and the recorder players wanted this kind of boombox effect that they'd seen in, in a piece called Zoom Tube by Ian Clark, which is kind of 
into the into the recorders and that doesn't really work on the flute because it, it has a, a different mouthpiece so i was trying to find you know what percussive stuff can i do and then i realized that lena had actually studied and trained with the orchestra nacional de flamenco in madrid um so it's capable of doing that all with the feet whilst playing on the flute which means basically no one else can ever play that piece <laughs> it's a good way to own it thing that I've been thinking about through the festival, there is this program with these kind of the conceptual material of all the pieces kind of explained. And it is sort of divergent from the musical material. I mean, it's intentionally so. It's another way of talking about it, but it's not necessarily very equivalent. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's getting into ekphrastics again, right? <laughs> <laughs> different composers have different ideas on this. I mean, there, there are different schools of thought. And, and I've had long... Um, and very fruitful debates with composers like Kevin Volans, Nick Brown, who, who are strongly of, of the opinion that you cannot translate non-musical concepts into music, um, and it just doesn't work. You know, music has its own rules, its own variables, and it's only answerable to itself. And I think diametrically the opposite, which is that actually music can be a way of knowing the world, and you can come to know things like bird flocking or forest ecology or orchid DNA or astrophysics through music, you know? And, I mean, how do we learn about anything? We, we use a different medium. If, if you want to learn about something, you might read a book on it. So then you're learning about that thing through text, right, through language. That language isn't the thing. So already you're translating it into a different medium. You might look at data if you're a scientist, but then you're reading it through numbers or analyzing it through number. You know, you might look at images or, or graphic things. So any kind of knowing, any kind of learning requires a translation between disciplines. What I'm interested in is what is it specifically about knowing something through music that can teach us about that thing that other forms can't. And, and I do think that there's something in this kind of idea of the nervous system and, and the improviser and, and knowing something through music that can give you an embodied way of knowing something, um, which is different to a kind of a, a cerebral or, or purely intellectual way. Because especially when the kind of triplicate interface of music is combined. So, you know, we interact with music as a listener, as a performer and as a composer. These are three different ways of, of interacting with music. But I think that it's when those three roles are combined. So you're listening, you're playing, but you're also making the music in real time. It's when those three things are happening that you actually engage with the rules of something. And that's when you can really come to understand it. You can't understand bird flocking by just reading notes because it's only the composer that's had to do that. So there has to be an improvisational element. And that improvising is where the kind of embodied knowledge transfer comes into play. Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> Kraken stuff, Gromit. <laughs> Nick Roth there on the triplicate interface of music.